Hello, South Dakotans. Welcome to the Dakota Rustler Show, aiming to keep America, its citizens, and minds free. Now, here's your host, Daryl Root. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Dakota Rustler Show. For those listening to the audio and not watching the video, I have three things to mention. Number one, all background music for this show is provided courtesy of Danheim. They have been kind enough to let me use their music in exchange for making sure I provide them with proper credit. Number two, the intro, the outro, and the mid-show advertisement voice belongs to that of Arbel Kimmick, who does professional voiceovers for anyone in need of them. She can be found at arbelvoiceoverartist.com. She is a pleasure to work with and will gladly correct any errors she may make in the process, so give her a shout. And number three, today's show has a lot of visuals. But I would describe them as close as possible, so you who are listening on Spotify, TuneIn, or other audio podcast shows will know what's going on. Today's topic, as you saw in the title, is Gun Safety versus Alec Baldwin. I'm going to start with going over some basic gun safety measures everyone should know. I will be using three different handguns that I've borrowed for this occasion. I will be explaining the handling of each, hopefully without leaving anything out. This isn't meant to be a full course safety show, so don't think of it as such. That would take much longer than the 20-minute podcast time limit that I try and go by, but it's just a basic description. Then after the break, I'll get into how all this relates to the Alec Baldwin incident and his comments. Since I'm doing some demos on the show today and it's not entirely scripted, it may end up being a little shorter or longer than usual. Please bear with me. Here is handgun number one. And just for the record, I've unloaded and made sure all these were safe to handle prior to the show. Here is handgun number one. The owner bought this about 10 years ago. It's a 9mm Taurus PT709. Note that with all three guns I'm about to show you, my trigger finger will never go inside the trigger guard until I actually want to pull the trigger. In addition, the gun will always be pointed down until I verify that it is completely safe without ammunition and safe to handle, or at least as much as possible to get it on camera. So what we have here is, you'll note here is a safety. It is in the up position, so it cannot be fired. When I put it down, a little red dot shows on there, which lets you know that it is live and ready to go. On top here is a little knob that sticks up when there is one in the chamber. Right now it is not sticking up, so there should not be one in the chamber. Make sure this gun is safe to you. There's a little tab here which I press and the magazine clip comes out and you can see there are no bullets in the clip. And in order to make sure there's none in the chamber, I simply need to rack this, make sure there's none in there and that it is safe to go. So there you have it. Gun always pointing down away from people so you can't accidentally shoot anybody. You know, make sure the clip is out so there's no magazine, so there's no cartridges in the clip. 
make sure there's nothing in the chamber and you're ready to go it's completely safe to use and gun number one gun number two let me put this back in a holster i always like to keep them holstered they're a lot safer in a holster gun number two is a 357 magnum again gun down no finger in the trigger it has a little knob here which you push forward it rotates the cylinder outside of the gun you can then look to make sure there is nothing in you know the cartridges go in here it's kind of hard to do when I'm holding it backwards but it goes in here okay the shells go in here with this out it, the trigger cannot fire a cartridge so it's safe to look into the barrel make sure nothing is in the barrel obstructing it you know so forth when you go back here or I put the cylinder back in if there was ammo in there it would now be ready to fire this particular gun can fire in two ways I'm going to demonstrate number one it can be done with a trigger pull a full trigger pull it takes a lot of pressure in order to fire the gun however it can also be done this way the hammer can be pulled back it locks in place and then notice my trigger finger is outside the trigger guard again only when I want to fire it do I stick my finger in there and at this point when the hammer is cocked it takes very little pressure in order to fire the gun this is something a lot closer to what Alec Baldwin would have been using in the film and he could have easily had it cocked he could have accidentally pulled the trigger with very little pressure another way this can accidentally go off is to pull the hammer back but not quite have it locked in place you'll notice uh, let me start over with this one if I pull the hammer back the cylinder rotates but I haven't locked the hammer in the lock position yet I haven't pulled it back far enough at this point if I accidentally let it slip the hammer cocks and the cartridge will fire the gun will go off the firing pin on the hammer will contact the primer and set off the ammo so always point the gun down always make sure all safeties are on etc that's gun number two 357 the third gun I want to use I don't remember the exact model and replica again it's holstered this is a replica it is not a real gun it's completely harmless so that so I want to make sure you know you all know that it's a 1870s era handgun so it would be quite old if it were real actually it's as I said it's a non-working replica and completely harmless however fake replica or otherwise all guns should be handled as real and ready to shoot in this particular case to make sure it's empty if it were real I pull up the sight push up the sight however you want to say it the gun actually breaks in half this is the way guns used to be back in the old days this is probably a lot closer to what Alec Baldwin was working with on the actual stage here you can see where you know this the 
cartridges would be loaded into. You cock it back into place. It's ready to fire, okay? This particular gun does not have a safety on same as the 357 revolver I showed you. This gun is fired in a couple ways. You can pull the hammer back and then the trigger. Okay, again, I never put my finger in here until I was ready to fire. And I lied to you just a moment ago. This gun can only be fired in one way. The hammer has to be pulled back first and then fired. It does not fire with a regular pull of the trigger. So that is that. And hopefully it caught everything on there. Notice I'm pulling the trigger and nothing is happening. It has to be cocked. Okay, so that's the next one. Now, so there you have it. Some basic gun safety tips that everyone should learn, even if you never plan on owning a gun or even firing one. These should be taught to everyone. The sooner, the better. When my children were little, about five and eight, I'm guessing, I took them both out to an empty cornfield to watch me shoot at water-filled soda bottles just so they could see the damage that firearms are capable of. And then I was blunt with them. I said, now imagine those soda bottles are your head. And then I told them if they ever wanted to fire a gun, I would teach them one day when they were a little bit older. All they had to do was ask. But until then, they should never touch a firearm or they wouldn't be able to sit for a week, if you know what I mean. If they see one, tell an adult about it. Don't touch it yourself. Most firearm accidents are a result of gun safety ignorance and failure to show and explain the dangers they can cause. Knowledge is safety, people. Ignorance is not. Let's all be safe about it. With that, we're going to take a break, and when I come back, I'll explain how Alec Baldwin was gun stupid. If you enjoy grilling and cooking, Camp Bridger seasonings are for you. All four blends are salt-free and designed to enhance the flavor of food, not bury it. The popular four-pack can be purchased and shipped anywhere in the continental U.S. for around 33 bucks, depending on your state sales tax rate. Visit our sponsor's website at CampBridger.com for more information. Anything Dakota Rustler related can be found at dakotarustler.org. There, you will find links to audio and video versions of the latest episodes. You can also support the show through purchase of merchandise, donations, or sponsorship. Sponsors will be recognized on air and or the website. Thank you for listening. And now, back to the show. Oh, welcome back. Again, just a reminder, if you haven't already subscribed or followed on any of my media sites, please do so. I promise you will not be hassled, sent emails, or any other unwanted solicitations, at least not by me. I can't help if Odyssey or any of my other podcast sites do so, but I'm fairly confident they won't bother you either. And just a self-promotion here is one of the sweatshirts you can get by visiting dakotarustler.org and clicking on the merchandise link. Now on to the Alec Baldwin incident that happened in late October. From a December 2 article by Reuters out of Los Angeles, <coughs> excuse me, let me get a drink of water here. Alec Baldwin on Thursday, December 1st, 
denied responsibility for the fatal shooting of a cinematographer on the set of his western movie Rust, saying he would have killed himself if he believed it was his fault. Well, we know that's a bunch of bull. Everyone says it, but no one ever really means it. It's just an expression of speech. In an emotional television interview, the actor said he did not pull the trigger on the gun he was holding during a rehearsal and that he did not think he would be criminally charged in the case. Quote, I feel someone is responsible for what happened, but I know it isn't me. I might have killed myself if I thought it was re- if I was responsible, and I don't say that lightly. Unquote. Baldwin told ABC Television's George Stephanopoulos in his first public comments about the October 21 shooting on the set near Santa Fe, New Mexico. Well, you better kill yourself then because you're guiltier than sin. Anyone who knows anything about gun safety knows this. The last person to handle a gun is always, I repeat, always the ultimate person responsible for making sure the gun is used properly. No matter what anyone tells you, one always assumes the gun is unlocked, loaded, and ready to fire a live round of ammo capable of killing a person. This rule never changes, even if it is believed to be a toy gun or the replica that I showed you. Always locked and always loaded is what you need to assume. I mean, always unlocked and always loaded is what you need to assume. Never treat a gun as anything else until you verify. If you do not know how to do so, then you should never, ever handle such a weapon. You, Alec Baldwin, are fully responsible for killing this woman. Negligently, perhaps, but still guilty, plain and simple. The article goes on to explain that cinema cinema photographer Helena Hutchins was killed and director Joel Souza was wounded when a gun fired off a live bullet. The incident, including how live ammo even made its way onto the set, is still being investigated by authorities in New Mexico. No criminal charges have been filed as of yet. Baldwin had been told the gun was safe by crew members in charge of checking weapons. However, as I said, I don't care who tells you a gun is safe. You never assume that it is without checking it yourself. If you don't know how, give up the role and let someone who actually knows how to handle a gun play the part. Maybe Tom Selleck. I'm sure he knows how to handle a gun. He's a director at the NRA. Baldwin then says, quote, I've been told by people in the know that it is highly unlikely I would be charged with anything criminally. Unquote. Well, if you're not, then it's a travesty of justice for the victims. Baldwin said he would never point a gun at anyone and pull a trigger at them. Well, number one, you point a gun at somebody. You don't pull a trigger at them. Well, obviously you did, you gun-stupid moron. In his first public description of what happened, he said the Colt revolver went off while he was cocking the gun, and I kind of showed you how that can be done if you let it slip, and rehearsing camera angles with Hutchins. As I explained prior to the break, if you don't pull the hammer back the entire distance, it will go off if you let go or let it slip. 
A hammer doesn't need a full pull to set it up for firing. All it needs is a hammer drop strong enough to set off the primer of the cartridge. Baldwin said, quote, in this scene, I'm going to cock the gun. I said, do you want to see that? And she said, yes. So I take the gun and I start to cock the gun. I'm not going to pull the trigger, I said. Did you see that? She said, well, I'll just cheat it down and tilt it down a little bit like that. And I cock the gun and go, can you see that? Can you see that? And I let go of the hammer of the gun and the gun goes off. Right there, he admits it. He let go of the hammer. Duh. You cannot let go of the hammer. It needs to be set back in place very, very gently. Let me show you. Again, this is... I pull a hammer back. I decide I don't want to fire. I need to let it go back very, very slowly. Did you see that? It's not locked in position yet, but I need to let it go very, very slowly. Because if I just let it go, boom, it's going to fire. I'm going to get back to where I was. Uh, you cannot let go of the hammer. It needs to be set back in place very, very gently. If I've got the hammer pulled back on a gun I'm about to use, then choose not to fire. I aim the revolver down at the ground. Then I use two hands to set the hammer in place as slowly as possible. If there is a cartridge in the chamber, I get ultra cautious whenever the hammer is cocked, even just a smidgen. You don't want that thing going off. Remember, friends, when I said never put your finger inside the trigger guard until you are actually going to fire? Well, let's take a look at this picture. Here's Alec Baldwin in a promo fo photo for what I believe is Mission Impossible. See where his finger is, folks? Where it's not supposed to be. His face and pistol aren't even pointing in the same direction, so he's not aiming to shoot. On the other hand, Here's a picture of Tom Selleck holding a gun with the finger outside of the trigger guard the way it should be. This is how you should always handle a gun. However, admittedly, there are numerous pictures of him doing things the wrong way too. Most of them in his younger days as Magnum P.I. And I'm assuming mostly from movie stills where he's getting ready to shoot the bad guy. One with Baldwin. Baldwin said he first thought Hutchins had fainted, and it wasn't until hours later that he was told she had died. He said he couldn't imagine ever making a movie that involved guns again. Well, it's quite apparent you never should have made a first one, a second one, or any other one. It's idiots like you that give guns a bad name. I've got two words for you, Alec. Negligent manslaughter, or whatever the equivalent is in New Mexico where you're, sh you're shooting the film. The actor, best known for TV comedy series 30 Rock, has been widely criticized for not checking the gun thoroughly himself. But he insisted in the interview that was not the actor's job. Yes, it is. I can't say that enough. Yes, it is. The last person to touch a gun is ultimately responsible. He also said that when that person who was charged with that job handed me the weapon, I trusted them. In the 40 years I've been in this business all the way up until that day, I never had a problem. Hey, I don't care if it's your father, a brother, a gun clerk, or whoever it is. When dealing with a deadly weapon, you trust no one. You always verify. Other people are not 
perfect. And when it comes to deadly weapons, you must assume they are in error. You need to verify. Two crew members have also filed civil lawsuits accusing Baldwin, the producers, and others of the and others of negligence and lack safety protocols on the set. But Baldwin said he did not observe any safety or security issues at all in the time I was there. Again, he admits it. Did not observe any safety or security issues. What more can what more can somebody say? You are guilty and your ass needs to go to jail. Say goodbye to all your kids for a while. Oh, and be glad I'm not the judge. With that, I'll bring the show to an end. If you're a gun owner, practice safety. You know the mantra, question authority, and always be safe. Thank you for listening to the Dakota Rustler Show, a production of DL Root. All rights reserved by DL Root, Buzzsprout.com, and their shared partners. Unauthorized use is prohibited. This show is sponsored by Camp Bridger Seasonings. Visit our sponsor's website at campbridger.com for more information. 